allowed to walk through. So, um, yeah, I was waving, waving at sailors. Well, brothers and sisters, we're on the end of July, the last couple of days. Are you excited? Because I'm excited. It's uh, Olympic Sailing Day. Did you know that? Is it today? It's, t- it's yesterday and today. And then that's it. So I've missed it. No, it's not only two days. They're going for a beer. They've got to sail around a few things, go up and down the waves. The only thing that's been on telly here has been judo and table tennis. The um, You love those sports. Well, I stayed... The old family stayed up till half past 11 last night watching the mixed doubles table tennis. What? And it, and it were China against Japan. So there were a How big... How thrilling. Th- it were fucking... It was. Because the... the no chi- audience. The, You're coming from Bradford. The Chinese <laughs> won the first two matches, right? And it's, it's, uh, it's the best of seven. So the Chinese won the first two. The Japanese won the next three. So that went to five. All right. Th- uh, three, two... And then the Chinese won the the next one, so it went to the last set. Oh, excellent! And then yeah. the Chinese got like seven, eight nil up. Uh, sorry, the Japanese got seven or eight nil up. The Chinese came back, and the Japanese won it. Oh wow! It it it, it was dramatic. It was fucking yeah, edge of the seat stuff. All oh, right, okay. And then when you've got, I take my words when back. You, when you've got uh, my wife, who's very well she is japanese but she's extremely japanese they define extremely japanese i think with japan and china it's like the brits with germany which one would be china in that case germans (laughs) (laughs) but it's very it's very much like that i don't know who you're you mean tribal yeah fucking primitive thinking tribal yeah i mean there's no reason for it but i mean people People growing up, kids growing up now, would still have a hate for Germany with the football. But no, no come on, in England? Oh yeah, yeah. I don't believe you. Yeah, I mean, I, I couldn't. I did, I did. But that, that wasn't, and that wasn't from my grandfather. That'd be from my mother, saying, "Oh, the bloody Germans." For what? For the football? For the war. Oh, for the war? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's still, that's still ingrained. That's lingering a bit on, isn't and, it? And that's, the, that's... German, the Germans didn't even get into Britain. Well, apart from the Channel Islands, but they didn't get step foot on ma- on the mainland. But I don't know, who's who's the Dutch's biggest rival in in Europe? Would it be the Germans? Does everybody hate the Germans? In no, no, we, we've moved on in our yeah, EU we family. We don't. We, uh, we just look at the future. Um, you know, this is a true story. The other day, there was a, there was a, I think it was a, it was a joy rider who who'd hit a motorcycle or something, uh, and no one was injured. But the joy rider in Germany, uh, and and he, he he blasted away on his car, and the police were chasing him down the road, and he he crossed the border into Holland. Yeah. Now th- it's a paper border, so there's no actual post. Yeah. There's a line in the sand, kind of, and and th- there'll be some signs, yeah. but there's no there's nothing else. There's not even a stop. Um, he crossed along the border. This is how close we are to Germans. That the German police is allowed to follow him into Holland. Yeah. He will. They'll be assisted by the Dutch police in whatever way they request. Yeah. Arrest him in Holland and bring him back immediately. There's no really procedure of extradition or anything like that. Bring him back within ten minutes. He's back on German soil. So it's not like in America if you cross state lines. They just no, I, th- I, <laughs> I think that's bollocks. I don't think yeah. that's true. That was only for the films, for was the it? movies. I yeah. think. I, I worked with this fella in um, in Bradford who, who was 
he, he didn't he didn't have much upstairs, right? And he were coming home from pub. Was this a mirror? <laughs> we're in West York. He's coming home from pub, gets in his car, right? The police throw the light, pl- throw the blue lights going. He thought, if I get into Lancashire, they've got to stop at the border. Put his <laughs> foot down. <laughs> anyway, Too many films, they, mate. They, they just, he crossed the border to Lancashire. They just kept on going. <laughs> dickhead. Did he think, well, if I go into Scotland, I yeah, might get well, away. It, <laughs> Scotland must be a different country. His brain thought, oh, if I cross county lines, they've got to stop, haven't they? They've got no jurisdiction in Lancashire. Yeah, I don't know if that... I think in America that that might have been the case. I don't think that's the case now. I, I, I remember watching a film in the 70s where this, this car were getting chased by a load of police cars and he crossed the state line and the police cars just slammed yeah, on the brakes. Yeah. I think that's more of a romanticised idea of, yeah. of, of that than truth. And why would there not be police waiting on the other side if it is that kind of car chase? Yeah. They've been informed by it. But the, the thing I've noticed about these Olympics, right, this... this Three things. The Russians still can't call themselves Russia because of the cheating. Campaign. So what? What, <laughs> what are they called? The Olympic Federation. The R- Russian Olympic Olympic Federation. And they're not allowed to show a flag. No, no. And when when the flag goes up, I don't know if it's their anthem. I'm not sure because the gym, the Russian gymnasts. They did very well apparently they yesterday. Got yeah. gold. Jap- they knocked the Japanese into second by a, a few points. All right. So they just got it. But when that flag were going up. It, well, it's not the what silence. It's well, it's not. I don't know. I don't know what the anthem is. I didn't. I just. Saw, I just saw, saw news. The flag going up. I didn't hear the anthem because there were people talking over it. So I don't know if they get that. But some that I. Th- I don't know if you can shed light on. Oh, during the opening ceremony, nothing more depressing. Right, there's, there's, <laughs> a, there's an empty stadium. Oh, I quite enjoyed it. There's an empty stadium. There's yeah, people empty, with yeah. masks on waving. Uh, to what? Uh, uh, the people, <laughs> that, uh, the teams that are coming in. Yeah. Now, when Taiwan walked in, why are they called Chinese Taipei? Chinese Taipei, not even Chinese is that, Taiwan. Is, is, that, yeah. is that the Chinese asserting pressure? Well, it's always been like that. I think Has they it can't... never been Taiwan? No, no, no. It's not, it's not an independent country. But then not, nor is, uh, what is it, Guam, and there were a lot of British... Uh, it wasn't Jersey and Marshall. There's a lot of these countries which yeah. are actually belonging to other countries. Seychelles, well, maybe that is but a country. Seych- Seychelles have their own have their own flag in their own country. Their own well, government. a flag is a different thing. But if you're protectorate, there was a lot of British protectorates there as well, yeah. or territories or whatever they're called. But Commonwealth. No, not Commonwealth. Why would you not call it Chinese Taiwan? Because they don't want Taiwan in the vocabulary. It's how primitive can you get, mate? You're talking about the Chinese. They want to. Yeah. If they can press buttons, they'll press the maximum but buttons even available. If, even watching the badminton, right? The Chinese were playing the Japanese. Now the Japanese strip looks Chinese. It's it's red and yellow, and I don't know if they've got a hand in that. Oh yeah, I saw that this morning. I was watching some highlights. Yeah, well, not all yellow means communists, as as if the but Chinese are communists if, these if, days. If I was watching that. If I was watching the TV and I didn't know, I would think that were the Chinese team. Because they all look alike, don't they? <laughs> That's what you're really getting at. Yeah. Because Japanese, because it, because Chinese, Harrynese. Yeah, but it, it's been yeah, it has been quite depressing when all them seats are empty. And mm. You're thinking 
every one of them seats would have been filled by a person who was paid at least 10,000 yen. Oh, no, more. I think it was the cheapest, I think, was 80,000 yen. I think the cheapest ones. Oh, for the opening ceremony. Yeah, yeah opening ceremony. I'm talking yeah. with the badminton and the oh, table yeah, tennis. Yeah. Because we had tickets for women's softball in Yokohama, and they were eight grand each. Right, and that's just for a, a, a nosebleeds. Like Mexico, Italy. Yeah, it won a Jap- it won Japan, um, and that that were eight grand a piece. That were thirty two thousand yen for the four of us, and we were just got because I've got no interest in softball. We were just going to say we'd been. Yeah, but all that fucking money. I think they said thirty two billion. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's national debt of some countries. 32 billion? 32 billion. No, I think the official number is 26, I think. 26 billion. Are you doing pound? Well, well, no, this is what they've lost. Uh, dollars. Dollars, this yeah. This is what they've lost because all the all the TV companies have pulled out. A lot of TV sponsorship have pulled out. Well, I, think it, it I saw the official 20, number. It might have been 26, but they've probably lost some yeah. 6 billion with the advertising. No, the, the official number, I think, is 26. And then they say there's extra costs which aren't calculated. That might come to 35, 36. With the quarantine right? and stuff. Because there were... That's endless costs, mate. The the Japanese were saying the safest place in the world is the Olympic Village. And then there's just cases coming out daily, isn't there? Yeah, the Dutch that, bring quite a few cases. The Czech Republic had a load. The South African football team, they were, they were going to give the Japanese a buy in the next round because they had, I think, six cases there. If they were going to get another one, they didn't have enough substitutes mm. in the South Africans. Yeah, the Dutch brought in a couple of cases. It's all weird because they're, they're all tested beforehand. and it, it, They think they got it on plane. On the plane, yeah, yeah. But I think they were banging work? each other on the plane. No. This is what you'd like to have happen, wouldn't they, 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 they were saying, uh, apparently... Um, the Olympics over the years in that Olympic village it's is a bit like of an orgy. You told me that last time. It's an eighteen yeah. thirties holiday. Now they've been handing out Johnny's to um, Johnny's condoms. I'm back in Yorkshire again. They've been hanging, handing out condoms to all the athletes, saying uh, this is just in case, but try not to. Fucking mm. joking. Super athletes that are at the top of the game. They probably come home with a couple of medals. You know, let's have a drink. Oh, Venezuela, really, really. You want to see my medal? <laughs> you want to whip, it, whip them off and I'll, uh, you look at my I'll show you what a gold-winning performance <laughs> is? <laughs> yeah. So that I see how your mind works. Yeah, you, you suspect everyone of just having mad sex yeah, unprotected yeah. Exactly what <laughs> as saying. soon as, <laughs> as the door closes. Now, by chance, you're absolutely right. I think it's, uh, I remember last time that they handed out 50,000 condoms. That in Rio? I, I think so. I remember hearing it. I think, what, what are you guys up to there? Yeah. But uh, yeah, apparently there is quite a lot of people. Yeah, it's just, it is a holiday. Yeah. When, once you're done, you, once you're out, because most people aren't going to win. You know, there's only a tiny percentage of people who get to these higher levels and the rest just have a good time. You know, you've, why you've not? You've been training for four years. You've done your event and oh. you're, in, you're probably in, obviously you're probably in a country you've never been to before and Tokyo. Brilliant, isn't it? That place, if you've never been there before. Well, if you can go out. Yeah. Um, our mutual friend who works at the Olympics, he he did say that there's a lot, there's an awful lot of because he was talking to a lot of athletes saying, well, people should be quarantining, and they they said, well, I'll just go out and have a quick, you know, yeah. walk around or a yeah. pint or somewhere else. And he said there's an awful lot of rule bending and breaking yeah, going on. Well, these these Olympic athletes, if they get the corona, they're not going to die of it. 
Because they're fit, aren't they? They're fit and healthy. Yeah. And they've all been inoculated, right? Every single one's been... Yeah. Have you have you had your second jab yet? No, no. My uh, my second one is August eleventh, and August twelfth. I've got a, I had a few things planned, but I've cancelled everything because I'm obviously going to be fucked by the day. Did you did the say, did your first one give you any grief? Yeah, yeah. I got very uh tired. You, I I must have slept twelve hours, yeah? two days in a row, twelve hours sleeps. Yeah, I did mean I slept very well. It was do, nice. Does that never happen? No, not that peacefully. I would usually wake up and have a piss or something, but this mm. time just, uh, just straight through. Just <laughs> piss on the missus. <laughs> just pissed off her back. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, I had a, had a very swollen arm, uh, but that's that's quite the normal normal thing apparently. Yeah, yeah. No, the, so the second one's going to be a bit more intense. It's Moderna, mm. and uh, yeah, you, you just feel rough for one or two days. I saw Gav, and he he got him through. Um, Chamber of Commerce. They just they'd got fifty people together, and they said, "Right, jabbers," and it were four grand. So they just got all jabbed for four grand on on mass. What? Yeah. <laughs> you know the British a Chamber mass jab. Yeah, <laughs> the British Chamber of Commerce. Yeah. Yeah, they just got fifty people together and got somebody in, and they just got all done at the same time. Well. Yeah. What, the first one jab then? But he's had them both now. Or had, but he had to wait, obviously. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but he said the second one were a bit rough. Uh, yeah, I suppose so. The second one were rough. I don't know whether to get mine yet. I'll, I'll use you as my te- my case study. Well, just me. There's, there's yeah, no one else well, available. I, I'm thinking uh, if I give you six months and you're all right, I'll probably get it then. I'll be too late by then. Why? Well, there'll be either a new variant that we have to get jabbed again or... But yeah, that, that's it's an interesting discussion now going on in France with all the demonstrations, mm. and each country seems to have less or more uh, protests against this vaccination well, the, passport. The, the Italians are saying you've got to, you've got to have it. We're going to make you have it. Yeah, but there was hardly any protest against that. No, the French said that too. That, oh, the vaccination. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got to have it. There's, there's no, there's no way that you're not having it. You've got to have it. And that, to me, is a bit 1940s Germany. Or late or Italy. <laughs> you, you've got to have it. You know, what, we don't know what the... Oh, what's this in France then? Because they're kicking a much more of a protest than yeah, Italy. Well, the, the French know how to protest. They're, they're Best protesters in the world, let yeah, there be no they, doubt they about do it. it. They do it until stuff's sorted. They block yeah. the ports. Yeah. They, they block the motorways. Highways, yeah, yeah. And they get it sorted. Whereas oh, we yeah. in England, we, we started complaining about the fuel tax and we went on for about two weeks... And then it just went back to normal. Back oh, to my biscuits carry, carry and on. my hobnobs and my tea. I were delivering, um, during that protest in the early 2000s, I were delivering stuff to hospitals, medical stuff to hospitals. So we got fuel to our haulage firm. So I were the, we were one of the few trucks that were on the road. And I was just stealing diesel, stealing it. I believe you. I'm not surprised here. Stealing <laughs> you don't have to repeat and yourself. Selling it. <laughs> I'm making a fortune. You northern scumbags, <laughs> really. The boss were an ass. Well, that justifies, obviously. He deserved everything he got. Um, yeah, but we, 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 we processed for so long and then we just. Oh, yeah, okay then. Well, you're making a fortune out of it. That's why you're trying to delay oh, it, I we're, suppose. We're up for just let him carry on. 
But yeah, we don't do it, but the French do it and do it and do it until something gets done, don't they? Yeah, they're quite renowned in Europe, which is because they can bring Europe to a standstill. A lot of the, the, the haulage goes to England through France, mm. from North Europe to South Europe. It's all connected through France. So yeah, they, they've got quite a bit of influence. That's why Paris is built like it is, you know. There's only a certain number of floors that you can have in Paris, and there's these wide boulevards so the the authorities can usher the people into certain areas without too much of a struggle. And then if they need to pick them off on the rooftops with whatever they had back in the day, they're not so high that they're so far away and they're just low enough that they can throw stuff at them. And that's why Paris is all at a certain level. I thought it was more about the scenic view of the, no, of the no, city. It, no, <laughs> it, it, but there's obviously now... There's a few high-rise hotels around the Eiffel Tower and stuff. No, no, they can only be in a certain area. You're yeah, right. But if you look across Paris, all the buildings yeah, yeah. are more or less the same. No, but that's the same in I London. London has only one region where you can do higher. Yeah, but high in building. London, when the, after the Great Fire, they just built the houses in the same footprint as the were before. So you've still got those really narrow streets. Oh. But in Paris, the huge, wide boulevards yeah, are. Yeah, you yeah. don't get that in London. That's true. Yeah, yeah, so N- Napoleon just had it all like that so he could pick off the masses. Here's a question for you. When was the Great Fire of London? 1666, the year after the Great Plague of 1665. The Great the Great Fire of London uh, probably ended the plague. I'm sorry, I'll ask that question It started in Pudding Lane with a cow called Daisy that kicked a lantern over, over in a baker's bakery. I know it was a baker. Yeah. I don't think it was a cow. It was a cow in the kitchen, a milking cow in the kitchen that kicked a lantern over. I don't know that. It was a night. Well, the, that, the baker that, was asleep. That, well, bakers get up at three o'clock in the morning, don't they? So that, he saw it, didn't stop that's, it. That's how it. Well, he couldn't stop it because it would up like a fucking Roman candle. And he didn't survived. It? He survived to tell the story. What would the cow? Why would he? <laughs> why would he tell that story? Well, why wouldn't he? Well, I'd keep it's quiet not, about that. It's your responsibility. <laughs> Half the city's it's gone. Not gonna get the the. And that's why they built the monument. If you if you go into London, there's yeah, the yeah. Monument. No, that's, I've been that there. Lookout. I've been there twice. Mm. Uh, once when I was about fifteen, and it was a doddle going up. Yeah. And the view was great because yeah. it, it's it's a, it was the highest point in London for years. Yeah, it's a very strange, very narrow staircase. Circular, isn't it? Circular, circular. Yeah, and, yeah. and it's very narrow at the top. It's less than four meters at the top, but you can go around on the top mm. with a little railing. Um, and I was 15 when I first did that. And my old man who came with me was too scared to exit the door because really? there's a door. And he said, oh, this is too scared. Yeah. Oh, come on, Dad, it's a great view, blah, blah. And then when I went back, when I was about 40 with the missus, I could not get out of the door. Really? I was so scared to just to stand on that little pavement and I had to sort of crawl across that top part. I, I, so I, scared. I went with school in the early 80s. Yeah, I, I've been up there. But I can't remember. Oh, it's terrifying. But oh. it shows how with age you get scared of, you of get heights. Vertigo, don't you? Of, uh, of young people look scary. Yeah, yeah. Uh, isn't that a deep river? I, could, I might be able to fall in if I lean over yeah, this thing. Yeah. It's the strangest thing. Yeah, I never thought I'd be afraid of heights, but now I'm terrified. What, what happened with that... Um that fellow that got shot in Holland, that reporter. Because I haven't seen you for about three weeks, have I? Oh, uh, Peter de Vries. Who, Peter who, de Vries. Who is he? Because um, obviously 
I met I him twice. People, I don't think people, many people know him outside Holland, do they? Well, they do now. Yeah, because that was on the BBC. No, he was a he was a he he'd been around since the seventies. We we had a fella called Roger Cook in um, in England, a big fat bloke that used to do all that stuff. Who'd been attacked loads of times, and the 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 underworld, the British underworld, were after him. Yeah, he had a he had a mark on his back. Oh, that's and very similar. He sounds similar, very uh, similar, does this fella? Yeah, no, he used to work for the police for a long time, and then quit and and became more a journalist, a correspondent. Mm reporting on famous crime cases. And he became very big in the 70s when Heineken himself was kidnapped. Do you remember that, the Heineken kidnapping case? Heineken? Yeah, Mr. Heineken. The, the Mr. beer Beagle. fella? Yeah, 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 oh, I didn't, yeah. I didn't know anything about that until I read his, until I knew he died. I didn't know there were a kidnapping oh, right. of the fella. Oh, no, the, the Heineken, the, the actual man who, who made Heineken big, because Heineken was quite a small company, he's the man. Alfred Heineken is, is the grandson, I think, of the of the founder. Yeah. And he started uh, this international premium. I think he put the word premium on beer, premium right. lager and, and yeah. international lager. So it remain it remain the same. It's that, it's that, yeah, it's pure marketing. Yeah, and it's yeah. genius. Yeah, Heineken is the most drunk beer in the world. It's not the biggest company. It's number two in the world. But yeah. it's as a single type of beer, it's the most drunk beer in the world now. Just because he was premium. Because it was yeah premium wow. and and the color and he arranged a few points on the labels to make it more appealing and 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 it is what it is now. But he became big, of course, in his 70s, one of the richest people. But he was quite a down-to-earth man, Heineken. He, he would travel to these tiny little pubs, mm. these very old-fashioned little pubs, and have a, quite a few jars with his driver, this yeah. older driver. Anyway, they both got kidnapped. And uh, the family did pay the ransom, and it all went pear-shaped, and the kidnappers left the Paris. You can see this on YouTube, and they're being interviewed in Paris. Mm. The but kidnappers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So everybody knew all the what? Yeah, they'd all came out at the end. Yeah. Very rapidly and, and it all went pear shapes and uh and they were extradited. In those days that's before the EU kind yeah. of got that close and they were extradited back to Holland. And Peter Edefries was reporting on that, so he became quite big because of that. Yeah. And then he just kept on reporting on famous cases and he got on T V and he solved quite a few he was a specialist in these cold cases. Yeah. He really seemed to connect with families of these cold cases, and, and he brought that back to light. And he solved quite a few of them. And he went after that case in the Caribbean very much, that uh, Jorah van der Sloot. I don't know what that is. Well, he, he uh, got drunk and, and apparently killed an American white blonde girl, chucked her in the sea or something. And uh, Peter Edifries, because I couldn't find the body, hmm. um, and he, he went after him and he did with secret cameras in cars and stuff. And and he finally caught this bug admitting to, to Were something. he a Dutch fella? Yeah, yeah, that guy was Dutch, yeah. So what, were he a banker or something? Who? The fella that killed No, no, he was a young guy. He was 17, 18, 19 years old. Yeah? Yeah, yeah oh, it's a very odd case, that. Because he finally got done for murdering a Venezuelan, I think, in, in Venezuela. And is still in prison in Venezuela. So if there's a young... If there's a young kid out there that he got put in prison, obviously that's not going to... Who's he, who's he pissed off to kill him then? Oh, no, no. But over the years, he's been reporting and he's made enemies with, with all the big names. Um, uh, yes, the, the, the top, top gangsters he's been uh, trying to set up with, with different things. And do, they know, do they know who put this hit on him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the moment, the biggest drug lord who was who was taken in Dubai a couple of months back. You might have yeah. seen that. Uh, he was in hiding for years. Another Dutch fella? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Did he get caught because of this bloke? 
no, no, no. So he was arrested about six months back in Dubai, uh, where he was hiding, and he he'd, he'd caused quite a few uh, people, the liquidations of quite a few people. Yeah. And uh, got caught. And that there's this mega process now in in the bunker. It's called the bunker. This this court specially built in a bunker because they're so scared of him being rescued or something. Because of the dr- just a drug dealer. Yeah, but he's massive. He's huge. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Tagi, I think is his name, yeah. Uh, anyway, so uh, he, this this journalist, uh, took the side of one of the 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 persons who's who flipped on him, mm. uh, one of his co-workers who flipped on this gangster and yeah. and is going to s- talk and stuff, and he, he he was guiding him, and it looks like he was killed because of that, right? Because the the person who killed him has some link to that yeah. guy in prison. That's what they're saying at the moment. But uh, no, he's, he's, I think he was attacked about two or three times and he always survived. But he yeah. was just walking out of a TV studio, broad daylight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In, in a street where I used to deliver posts as a, yeah. as a student, yeah. Not that that would uh, have any <laughs> involvement in the case. So what, did they just put a couple in back of his head and off the wagon? Walked off, yeah. Jesus. Yeah, and um, they were real amateurs because they were caught within 20 minutes on the highway which begs to differ how how quickly the police can track you with cameras, and and they stop this bloke. I think it's within forty five minutes on the highway. They, yeah. they they corner his car and, and he's there are two of them. You can't get away with anything now. No, 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 no. You can't do anything. No. Cameras are so well placed yeah. and can track you so quickly, automatically in London. Eh? I mean, it's it's a good thing. But you can't get away with anything, can you? Yeah, well, so so isn't that isn't that a good thing then? There's no yeah, but. I, I like to. Uh, I'd like to know that I could get away with something. What murder? Well, <laughs> you think well, the cause one in the face? The because um, we've been moving house, there's a lot of shit that we don't need that you've got to pay for to get taken away. I hear the word fly tipping coming up. Yeah, yeah. Well, you said it, not me. But <laughs> there's there's this place. Uh, found where everybody the puts sea where everybody <laughs> puts the shit and i've just been leaving stuff there charming but i've that been le- I've, I've been leaving my telephone at home so the cat trapped me through my telephone <laughs> so oh, you look at the sky there's I've helicopter been, the helicopter circling jason Bourne <laughs> shit <laughs> to get me through the to get me off this flight to pinch charge <laughs> but it's just stuff like the amount of bicycle wheels i go through because of all the kilometers that i put in I've, i had like fucking five bicycle wheels that i've had to cannibalize to get the parts off and i thought i'm not paying two grand each for these wheels to get taken away yeah it's only your children's put, future that I you're, just, you're fucking put, up there i just put them where other people leave the bicycle wheels right yeah why not eh? <laughs> if everybody <laughs> else fuck like it. a true northerner <laughs> yeah scumbags really yeah, that that's why I've not been about because I've been hiding. Like said, <laughs> no, I've, been, I've been moving house. I've yeah, and I saw out. his house, uh, ladies and gentlemen, and it's a really nice uh, gaff. It's really good. Yeah, yeah, I do recommend anybody to come along and have a <laughs> yeah. have a one and a cup of tea. Yeah, you're well, you're not going to get in. But <laughs> I, um, it's only what would you say, three four hundred meters away from oh, where I live. Oh, less before. than that. Less than that. I I don't know if that's closer to. Is it away from the station? It's a bit closer. Oh, it's close. A little bit closer. A bit, a bit. I'm a bit closer to beach. Oh no, you struck. You struck a nice bargain there. I a think. A bit closer yeah. to beach. I don't have to deal with that ill every time I go home now. Yeah, that was quite a steep little bit. Yeah, dragging that fridge down. Yeah. 
that was the most dangerous part, that last section of that hill. That hill. No is, hill. Is, that hill is a complete pain in the ass when you're coming home from a long cycle or you're coming home from work. Yeah, but there's no way to, to do if that. If a tsunami rolls in, you're safe as houses. Where I am now, I'm just going to get taken. What you're not going to notice the tsunami well, coming. I'm flat, aren't I? So you, what are you going to stay in the house if a tsunami no, is no, coming? If it, if it, if it, if it puts a surprise on us at two o'clock in the morning and you've passed out and you don't hear the, you don't hear, you don't feel the earthquake prior to this, which there has to be. Well, it, this the earthquake might happen in Hawaii, might it? And then the wave comes rolling in from which there. would take what, six hours. Well, <laughs> you don't wake up <laughs> six hours of alarms, but. I'm just saying that the the house would get taken if a tsunami hit my Yes, your house will there. get taken. Yeah, but you won't get taken. But I'd have to run back up the hill to my original house to be <laughs> safe. <laughs> yeah, but when, when I've got the last of the shit out today and it's fucking filthy. You know, behind the fridge, the, the furniture that I haven't moved in seven years. Yeah. Fuck me. You're just like, oh, it's you? normal, isn't it? I mean, yeah. that's what happens. But... I, I, apart from the help that you give me, I more or less did it by myself with the trolley and two electric bicycles, um, putting stuff in baskets. So I moved everything like that. Well, you'd have a lot of small bits and pieces, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. that fridge was, that's the only heavy thing I could see. But it were going to cost 80,000 yen, uh, which in, what would that be in poundage? 450, so? I, I don't know, actually. It's, it's, if it's fifteen for a th- so five hundred quid, five quid, it'd right. cost me five hundred quid to get somebody to move for me, and I thought, fuck that. You I'm from Bradford. <laughs> yeah, so I mean it, it. It's it's under two hundred meters, and it's a flat surface. And I, and I've got time off work. Yeah. So I it was boiling hot though the last well, couple of days. The, look at the tan on the eyes. Yeah, you got a nice little uh, that's, that's leather just skin with, there. That's with four days in the sun moving stuff all day. And with the sun and the physical exercise I've been doing, I've been sleeping like a... Yeah, yeah, I'm sure, yeah, yeah. Night. Yeah. That was hot. I, I burnt my feet. I, I had trouble walking the other day because I, I, I went down... to me? No, 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 no. I went to, uh, I went to the beach a couple of times and uh, I was on a beach trying to do some e foiling and I, I forgot a couple of things, so I had yeah. to walk back. And I walked back just on my bare feet. And do all that in down here in this no land. that because that really burned my feet yeah. i had the next day it was really painful walking and my skin was coming off i i made that mistake the first year i lived down here i bought a kayak i went down to the beach and you know when you you get sand in your water shoes and you walk and the sand rubs against your yeah, skin yeah. And it gives you blisters yeah, yeah so okay. i took it i took them off and started walking on the road and if you're walking on that black tarmac, yeah, yeah, Jesus. Yeah. So you've got to start walking on the white line. Yeah, yeah. Because it's it, it's not as hot. Right. But yeah, I'm I've made that mistake my first summer. But have you never? Have, it's this no, first I mean it's it, down here, it's it? it's hot. But I didn't think uh, it's, it's, it's under 100 meters. No, but <laughs> still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like still. walking over hot coals. Yeah. Yeah, that was a little wake up call. Yeah, the the summers. I mean, we, we've had. Today, because it's the Shinto gods of, because nobody wants the Olympics here, do they? At the moment, it's cursed, mate. Cursed. Yeah, nobody wants the Olympics here, and then the Shinto gods have decided, all oh, right, typhoon when it's not even typhoon season, and they've thrown a tropical storm towards us. Uh-huh. So it's been pissed it, pissed it down last night. 
Yeah, that was rough. I woke up a couple of times. But yesterday it was very odd on the sea. There were very big waves. Yeah. But just large waves. There weren't any small waves. So it yeah. was very weird current as well. I went out on the water and I couldn't control the foil. I, yeah. It was very weird going against the current and in the current. Very strange. And, yeah. and on the day that the sailing were happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. was the first day. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, if if the if the world is telling you not to have the Olympics and throws a disease at you, and then you still have the Olympics and it throws a tropical storm at you, I mean, well, what's next? China's then? got landslides going off all over the place, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah. That one went. That was through, rough. That one went through Okinawa and then headed up towards China, and then the other one started in Pacific and it Tokyo more or less head on, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. And they had to cancel canoeing, did they, out in Chiba? Are well, they, they moved a couple of things. The the uh, the not the horse racing. What's that horse? Equestrian. Equestrian has been changed. I think the rowing got changed. Yeah, yeah. That's that's what happens yeah, when uh, when you're cursed. I wonder what's next. Oh, did you see that uh, the the triathlon this the morning? Lid. Well, the the boat that was blocking the. <laughs> the like a hundred people jump in the water at the same yeah. time, but only half of them could jump in. And this TV boat was just blocking the, the the other half, and so all the alarms go off. Yeah. But you know they're so psyched. It, it's a race yeah, and a yeah, half. Yeah, so yeah. the first couple of, like hundred meters, only half of them can hear it. The other half is just focusing and going yeah, at yeah, it. Yeah. And then the the jet skis come in, try and stop these people. Look, we've we've stopped. We've stopped. And at the end, it's it's there's a couple of done two three hundred meters. Just a fast. Yeah. And uh, because this one camera boat is is literally right next to where they have to jump in the water. The uh, the Brownleys, the tw- the brothers that do the triathlon, they're from where I live. Oh yeah, yeah. Is well, she? The from the from the from the border leads in Bradford, and they went to Bradford Grammar School. They're posh as fuck. But I'll still you got posh people in Bradford? Well, they live over at Border in Leeds, but <laughs> it's on the border, so we'll, we'll take them as ours. But yeah, their uh, parents are loaded, so they've, they've been able to do this as a career. Right. They don't have to get proper jobs. <laughs> do you know the, uh, the family mart across from my house? Yeah. There's a little hotel next to it. Right. Uh, or opposite it, actually. Yeah. That's where the French team is staying. The sailors? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah? And you know me and French sailors, we got it all the house on fire. <laughs> so even this morning, I was waving at the bus because they're not allowed to walk around. Right. They, they, they can only walk from the lobby to the bus, and that's their only way to, oh to, to be outside. God. Except, and then the bus goes to Enoshima, and yeah. they can walk around. But they're not allowed to walk through. So um, yeah, I was waving, waving at sailors. You know, my favorite Did they pastime. Wave back or were they being well, the French? French. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> they were showing their ass, and you name it. But I'd, I thought I'd, I thought I'd see more of them walking about. No, they're not they, allowed they must, to. They must be so pissed off. Yeah. Because they're, they're taking that course road down to Enoshima, and they'll be seeing all the people out, especially if it's a nice day, all the people out surfing, all the people on the beach enjoying mm. themselves, and the only thing they can do is walk from the hotel to coach. Yeah, and then the coach goes directly to Enoshima over the bridge. Yeah. And, and I think they're and allowed to it. walk around there, yeah. This is... This must be the, you know, when when people talk about the Olympics. Oh yeah, I I was at the Olympics. Which one? Atlanta. Uh, it, it's <laughs> gonna be one of them, isn't it? No, but it's 
after their two weeks, they they should be allowed to go wherever they want, right? I mean, that yeah, if you don't, some of them just go straight home, don't they? Yeah, they do yeah, the yeah. thing, they go home. They don't, they don't hang about. Yeah. But can you imagine you you've trained your entire life to get to an Olympics and it's this one? Yeah, but the, so at the closing that's ceremony, that's two weeks done, isn't that? Then everybody's clean and clear. Yeah, but not all of. If if you're if you're playing if you're playing your if you're doing your event at the early part of the olympics you're not going to hang about no no i know i know but but the people who do stay are mm. they free to go wherever they want then Maybe. i mean technically you, you're 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 ready are you? yeah yeah but then you if you don't because you those french sailors are basically quarantining here aren't they? yeah yeah so yeah. when they fly back to france they shouldn't have to quarantine should they oh yeah it's oh christ knows because it's, it's fucking ridiculous when I do these weddings, right? When I do these weddings, I'm not allowed to be in the rehearsal, hmm. right? I've got to put my mask on. I've got to check the names with the bride and the groom, and then I'm told to piss off, and then the singers and the piano player talk them through the rehearsal, so I'm not there. But when I'm doing the ceremony, I'm stood right fucking in front of them with no mask on. Hmm. It's fucking stupid. Well, it... That's going to be the way in any country, right? There's not going to be rules for everybody at every time, for every moment. I married, I married a deaf couple. And oh I'm, not, yeah. I'm not laughing about it. I'm just saying. I married, You're just grinning about it. I married it. a deaf couple uh, last Sunday, Sunday afternoon. The both of them were deaf. Did you shout extra loud? No, but I had just to insult I had them. sign language. I had the woman next to me who was signing to the bride and the groom. Right. And and signing to the uh, to the congregation, who were all deaf, apart from both sets of parents of the bride and groom. All right. Now the the bride and groom's mother and father both knew how to sign language, and the brothers and sisters weren't deaf, so they could hear, but they could also understand sign language. But everybody else were deaf. Now, fifty percent of that ceremony is in English. So you'd see when I'm doing the stuff in Japanese out of the corner of my eye, you'd see and then when I went into English, nothing, <laughs> <laughs> absolutely nothing, stone cold. But yeah, yeah, they, I had to because you you put them facing together for the ring exchange, and then one woman who was signing at the right of me and the other uh, had to come into their eye line and start signing so they could see it. It was. It were a work of art, the way that they had to stand, you know, and not get in the way of the cameras while it was all getting filmed. Oh, mm. oh! But when when oh, you bless them. when you say <laughs> when you say chikaimaska, which is means uh, what, what's the, what is it? In, I forget what it is in English. What it was when what? you say till death do us part? I do. Forever and ever till death do us part, and then you've got to say I do, aren't you? Well, yeah. it's the same. I promise, Chikai Maska, I promise. When I said that, the th- I think I've done about 800 weddings now. In the past, if the bride and groom get it wrong, you've got to say, mm. you've got, hi, Chikai Maska, and then if they get it wrong, you've got to tell them how to say it right. And obviously, with them being deaf, they didn't say it properly. And I was that close to correcting them. You know, <laughs> actually, it's, but I, <laughs> all right, you, you shattered it. Didn't say anything, but yeah, yeah. That's the f- the first time you should have gone. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 senor. 
But yeah, that that's the first time I've married somebody with a disability. But yeah, both of them are deaf. Must be quiet in their house, eh? They're newlyweds. But can you, if, if obviously if they have kids, if that kid isn't deaf, that kid's gonna know the sign language from. It's like bilingual parents, isn't it? it was, what are you getting at? It's such a big it's, surprise to you. Really, I'm just saying it, it's like having bilingual parents, isn't it? If you've got two <laughs> deaf parents, it's exactly like having two bilingual parents. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> that kid will be perfect at um, sign language. Well, what an amazing future yeah. that kid has. <laughs> <laughs> because yeah, and, and, uh, another thing I was thinking was when would and I shouldn't be th- I shouldn't be thinking about this. Oh, here we go. While I'm doing the ceremony, I was thinking to myself, if they have kids, their kid can just go, oh fuck off, <laughs> and they're not going to hear. It's amazing what keeps you busy during a <laughs> wedding, mate. I had a I had a yakuza wedding, and the uh, the father of the bride, of both sets. A father's had the little fingers missing, so they must have fucked up some somewhere along the line while they were in the yakuza, in the mafia. But the father of the bride looked as if somebody had poured petrol on his head and set it on fire because he had a scar, a, a burn scar all over his face. Yeah, that's probably what happened then. Don't yeah. know what he'd done, but he had no hair. His ears had been burnt. It looked like uh, Nicky Lauder. All oh, right, yeah. And he'd obviously he'd lost a finger, so he'd done something wrong there. But the the bride, she were tatted up, but she'd put a load of makeup on her arms to cover them up, but you could still see them. And all I could think was, if I went to grab her tits now, I won't walk out of here alive. <laughs> and that's what I was God, don't, don't do it, don't do it. God, I'm glad you don't have yeah. Tourette's. You, you've <laughs> done that or said it. But the whole congregation <laughs> that day were in cheap shell suits, you know, track suits. Yeah. And, Dressed up like proper yakuza, and it were two yakuza families coming together. Bucks. Yeah. But yeah, they they were rough, rough ass families, both of them. The father of the groom had a had a tight perm and dark glasses. You know, not very nice. Hey, you wonder what what goes through their minds as yeah. life goes on. Because you must get to a certain point in your life, but oh, what a waste of time. Yeah, yeah, was. yeah. What a waste of time that was. I've spent my life looking like this. Yeah. Walking along the street. When we walking along the street, you know, you sometimes catch yourself in a shop window. You think you look great, and then you look in a shop window. Holy crap, is that me? <laughs> Jesus Christ, I've put some weight on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so there's that. And that's, and that's that. Oh, there's, a, there's two of my friends in England that are dying of cancer. Same age. Yeah. Bring the mood up, why don't you? Yeah. All that's happening. What, uh, what kind of cancer they're... Uh... I don't know what it is. I don't, want, I don't really... W- they, they are friends of mine, but not close enough where I go, oh, what sort of cancer is it? All right. But one of them, one of them that's on his way out, he has left, he has led such a colourful life. Just skirting on the the criminal yeah well, out and out criminal but you know he's got away with it also oh, like a normal average well, man he's, in he's, bradford he's, he's to be checking honest. out he's checking out now he sailed so close to the wind in the past so close to the flame in the past and him having a few day, few days left to live now he must be thinking to himself i've got cancer but me, I got away with it. I got away with it. I got away with what? 
I don't really want to see her. Well, no, you don't have mentioned any names. If more people are dying of cancer in you, the UK you, than your two mates. If you were putting, if you in if in the nineties or the two thousands you were putting cocaine up your nose in the north of England, it would have come through him. Okay. Yeah. All of it would have come through him. All of it. So, yeah, and he's he's checking out now. And it, it, it came over here All right. to see us. Uh, it came over for about a week or ten days. Uh, fucking funny fella. Funny, funny fella. And we had a great time. We had a fucking fantastic time. Um, and I didn't know that he were dying until a few, a couple of weeks ago. And he's, yeah, he's, he's on his way out. Went to the doctors in East, at Easter. Said, I'm feeling a bit tired. Tests. Get your affairs in order, young man. Oh, wow. Yeah. But. What? How old is he? Mid to late 50s. Hmm. But you could write, you could fucking write a book. You know. And that's, that's how I would like to be. You know. A drug dealer. As lo- no, as, lo- as long as you've done shit. This is what I think why the midlife crisis start. When you have when you get to that certain age and you've not done it, so you start to yeah, do it. Yeah, yeah. Whereas I think with us, we've done it, so we're not going to go weird as we get older because we, we've done it. Yeah, I've noticed that with, with my Dutch mates. Suddenly, since about a year ago, as if a button's been pressed yeah. and all these activities are coming out and things are going on that they were all so against before and yeah. criticised me for. And now it's all, uh, hey, up. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I do, I'm a, I'm a firm believer in that. Those people, those those 45, 50-year-olds that buy a sports car, they get a tattoo, they leave their wives and get a younger, younger woman. Mm. I think if you've done that, when those people, in the 20s, when those people were looking at us going... Sort your life out. Get married. Have a kid. What's this job that you're doing? All them that were saying that are now 45, 50 and going, oh, God. Why (laughs) did I fucking do that so early? Hmm. No? Yeah? Are yours? Yeah, yeah, no. uh, We're along similar lines there. I find it more in other points, but, yeah, people grow and and I think they feel some pressure and, when I made his hair was was coming out, yeah, and that's a big point. You know, when when, when people starting to go bald, they they feel their age. You know, and suddenly his behavior changed completely. Did he did he shave or did he shave his head or did he? No, he got he went to Turkey and he got the uh, the hair implants in Turkey, and he looks he looks fine now. It's you know it looks alright. It seems I, to be I growing. I shaved my head. I just shaved well, my head. I everyone's different about that. Vanity, yeah? yeah. I mean, I I look at myself in the mirror now and go, "Fucking hell, is what do you th- what do you think? Twenty 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 five more summers left? <laughs> you think? Oh, I thought you were joking. I was no, no, I'm putting I, five. I think I've done. I, <laughs> I think I've done. If I'm lucky, I've, I'm two thirds of the way through all this business. Yeah, this business we call life. Fifty, so another twenty five, seventy five. I'm probably two thirds of the way through. What is it? Ten score. What is six score? Seven score years and ten. I don't know. Six score years. A biblical verse. But if I'm putting if I'm putting the seventy five mark down, I've got twenty five more summers left. What kind of summers? 
like me. No, I'm sitting <laughs> about on a beach. Now, what kind of summers will you have? How will your quality of life be? Are you are you going to be well, in I pain? Th- are you going to be? No, no I th- I think I'm I think I'm the healthiest I've ever been in my entire life right now. Yeah, yeah, but you don't know how that will be yeah. in ten years. So, I, I think that's when quality of life becomes very important. You know, it, your knees give out. You are you pain free now? Yeah, say? yeah, yeah. Very much so. I I am, but I do get some twinges. Hmm. Well, you as you say, you can't be in better condition than you are now. Yeah. But I look after myself. I never looked after myself before. I never looked hmm. after myself. No, but you're investing in your in those quality of years, in, in you know w- when you do. In my twenties and my thirties, I never looked after myself. I fucking no, no. I was a mess, and I got to forty when I, when I, my kids were getting born, and I thought I've got to fucking sort this shit out. But yeah, and I'd prefer to have had it that way. You know, some. I, w- I was fat in my 20s and then I lost it. I got fat in my 30s. I lost it. I put it on again in, at the start of my 40s and I've kept it off. This is the longest I've kept it off. And it's easier now because I've not got any distractions. Yeah, if you get into that pattern. Uh, so would you rather live to 75 or 85? Depends on the quality. Well, that's, well I haven't finished yeah, yet. No. So you got pain the last 10 years. From 75 to 85, you're going to be in pain. Yeah. And let's call it and not you know you're not in a wheelchair, but you're going to be daily suffering. You're going to have to take meds and no, no, do do me. Really? Yeah. Stop yeah. at seventy five. Yep. Yeah. I want to be able to ride a bicycle, pain free. If I could, the, the I think the oh god, I'm going to go out and have a massive accident now, aren't I? But I I want to be able to exercise every day. I want to be able to do something every day, and if I can't do that. Do you want to drink milk from the breast of a Nepalese maiden? I've got one at home. I've been <laughs> the house is big enough now that I've got one locked in cellar. <laughs> I want to watch women urinate in opera houses. There's a great Fran Laurie sketch about this bloke who's an old bloke and he's in old people's home and he's he, he suddenly rambles off yeah. 85 years old and I've never watched a woman urinate. Tragic waste <laughs> of life. With a Yorkshire accent he does this, yeah. Never killed a man. But you see... You see I've seen people at their end of their lives and it's not fucking fun. It's no fun whatsoever. Oh, so have you have you seen someone who has fun? Have you seen someone who's going out and is going out with a bang and is is, is enjoying himself? I'm not from the north of England. We, we well, even s- in the 20s, they don't seem to be enjoying themselves. We sit in it. <laughs> oh, God, I've had an hard life. Oh, now with this. Um, no, I've, I've never seen anybody go out happy. Guns blazing. No. Now, I, I, to be honest, I have I've seen people who, who looked happy with their partners, yeah, uh, content, but not really, like like uh, you you'd hope yeah. it would be. You've deserved your your peace and you've got a bit of cash and you you don't have yeah. to work and and let's uh, enjoy life now. I've never seen anybody really do that. Now, I can't. I had an uncle who had polio yeah. since he was a kid. Yeah. He lived a very full life. How Great l- man. How long did he last? Yeah, he he got brain uh, tumor when he uh, he retired, and then he got brain tumor and died about ten years ago now. See, the retiring is is a thing. You retire, and then you've got e- even even this. I've had ten days off now, and obviously I've been moving house for five of those days, and now I'm starting to drop off a cliff now. 
so I'm not having to work as much and I've got things to do and I'm so this is what retirement's like so mm. I've got to I've got to keep myself busy like coming over here and doing this podcast today this is the only thing I've got to do apart from going clean the <laughs> house up but yeah you've just got to keep yourself busy mm. me, me dad now I'm, av- I'm having to get on to him Obviously, he's going out and exercising, but he's just sitting and feeling sorry for him. Well, that's that's exactly it. I think that really is the crux of the of the point. That if you have nothing to do, if you have nothing left to live for, if yeah. if you especially if you're out with if your partner is gone, that's a big missing element. But if you don't keep yourself busy with something, whether it's painting a painting a a mountain, or or you're, you're draining a lake, yeah. whatever you're doing, as long as there's some something to do. The will to live really quickly drains, I well, think. Well, let me, let me tell you uh, the story of the conversation I had with my dad last Sunday. Is it depressing? Um, well, you know you were saying you should get your dad over to Thailand and get him, get him one of them residential homes with other people from Europe yeah. who have decided to see the Zays out. Right, Yeah. get yeah. this. Um, my friend is going to Greece in July next year because his friend's daughter's getting married. Going to Zante. So he said, we can't come over to Japan next year. Why don't you come over to Greece? Immediately looked on the flights. And it is, for the four of us, it's 270,000 yen to fly from Tokyo to Athens with a stop-off in Qatar in the summer. Can you believe that? For four people. That's pretty good. Right? And then what you do is you get the coach across uh, across Greece and then you can get a boat over to Zante where I would hire a car. Now, my best friend is going to fly there from Leeds Bradford Airport. He said to me, I know you don't want to come back to Bradford. Do you want me to bring your dad? Fucking perfect. He said, bring your dad. You get yourself an Airbnb near us or go up into the mountains somewhere where it's a bit cooler. But we'll we'll meet each other every other day and we'll, we'll hang about. He said, I'll bring your dad. I'll hang about with my mates who have come to the wedding. And then when we fly back, bring your dad to the airport and we'll fly back with him drop him off at home this is fucking perfect yeah because it's going to be Shima's 40th birthday during that time so this is perfect so I said right I'll get on with my dad and I'll get back to you um, I spoke to my dad three days later laid it all out in front of him I says look we, I don't have to come back to Bradford um, he's going to he's going to pick you up or you can go to him he'll bring you over take you back you've got 10 days with us what do you think and then the excuses just poured out. What came out? Um, I ain't got a passport. I said, well, you can get that in a week. You're right, that's one off the, off the list, yeah. Um, he said, uh, the flight's at six o'clock in the morning. I said, yeah, but you can, you get up at four and you, because the, the, it's 20 minutes from his house. Uh. So you get up at, what if I sleep through my alarm? I said, well, why don't, Julian, my friend said, why don't you sleep at his house? And then, oh, I don't want to sleep at some somebody's, I don't want to sleep. All right, well, get him an alarm clock. I said, well, get an alarm clock. I'll I'll call you. Or stay up. Yeah. Stay up. Um, You can't take your walking stick on the aeroplane. I said, well, why don't you get a folding walking stick? Yeah, but they're not as strong. I said, it's a three-hour flight, Dad. You're probably going to get on the aeroplane. You can walk down the aisle holding other seats. What if I need to go to the toilet? He said, well, you get up and use the thing. Get a seat next to the toilet. And my friend will help you to the toilet. All right. Um, 
what if I fall in Greece? I said, well, if you fall in Greece, you go to the hospital. You've got insurance. And this, this it goes on and on. This yeah, was the thing. I said, well, look, mm. Dad, I'm not coming back to Bradford because I can't stand <laughs> spending all Bradford. that fucking money to go to a place that I don't want to go. The only reason I'm going is to see you. Yeah, yeah. If you yeah. weren't around, I won't go to Brad. I won't t- drag the family to Bradford on an holiday. The torture. Um, <laughs> so, I've got a year, and it's only for ten days. He's only going for ten days. I mean, he'll have a blast. But you can't, you can't tell him this. No, but I, I think you shouldn't think too much of it. You're not having a conversation with someone on the same level of, oh yeah, let's go over there by flight. It, it everything becomes an issue. But he's getting escort. He's getting escort. Yeah, I know. You're, you're right. You're absolutely, you're absolutely right. But, but I remember with my dad when we, we'd say, well, I want to go. This, I want to go to cinema. Oh no, we'll be late. Yeah. No, it starts in th- in two hours. No, we're never going to make it by then. Yeah. What if I want to go to the toilet? And all these things come up. So it's an elderly people's thing yeah. that everything becomes an issue. And that's, it's not their fault, you know, it's just this age. But you, you're going to, you have to roll with those punches and just arrange it. And things will be fine. In I don't ni- think he. In 1992, <clears throat> this is what my dad was telling me. And I remember it because I was 21 and I picked him up from airport. But in 1992, he said, the last time I went to Zanti was in 1992 and I brought me Achilles tendon. And I had to fly back on an aeroplane and I went straight to hospital after Zante. You know, that was the last time I were in Zante. I said, well, this is going to happen again, is it? Nearly 30 years ago. Oh. Break your neck this time, right. probably <laughs> pulling that stunt. So, I, 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 do, you know, do you know when you when you buy somebody a present and you think they're going to love it or you, you do something for somebody and you think that's they're going to love it? I, th- I laid all this out in front of my dad. And I thought, there you go. What do you think? Uh, I, I could not believe it. Yeah, no, but that's 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 age talking. It's Leeds Bradford Airport. This is not Manchester. He's <laughs> not having to drive. He's not even having to go on a motorway. He says, "Oh, what you about the drive up to Leeds?" I said, "You fucking driving up into the countryside to go walking during the day." Oh. No, mate. All I can say is it's age talking. That that's how old people become and. I'm going to be there at the airport with a hire car. I'm going to be in the airport. I'm going to, Dad, all right, Dad. Yeah. And my mate and his wife's going to be there. I'm going to get him in the car. I'm going to drop my friend and his wife off. And then me and my dad are going to go off up into the mountains and meet the grandkids and Chima. And we're going to have 10 days. Yeah. And then I'm going to bring you back to the airport. Julian and his wife are going to be there and they're going to fly you back. Shall I take my car? Will they take theirs? Just do what you fucking want. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's all I can say, mate, is don't let it annoy you, those conversations, because there, there's going to be many more of those conversations. <laughs> I got quite frustrated and angry sometimes at my dad. And looking back now, I feel terrible about it, because it was just age talking and me reacting to that kind of mm. talk. And I shouldn't have, because that's how people become. That's how I'll become if I make it to that age. And now he's dead, and, and I, I regret a lot of these things that I said to him out of anger and oh shut up you old prick you know let's just do this and yeah so d- don't get be too harsh on the old bloke but me what it, what it is with me is my mum and dad had that caravan up in Dales and we went there every weekend between March and October and we were there for six weeks during the summer holidays we were there for two weeks at Easter two weeks at Springbank so 
and there was nothing to do. There were no kids to play with, and it was fucking awful. It was a wasted childhood, right? <laughs> now, me flying back to Bradford is the adult version of that now. <laughs> That's what I'm doing to my kids. Yeah, but you don't have to do that. That's what that. I'm doing to my kids. So I want to show them the world, but I've got to fly back to Bradford because my mum was sick and she was still alive, and she's gone now, so we don't have to do that anymore. But it won't. That 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 were the old excuse. Oh well, I can't leave your mother. So I've flown back. I've gone and seen my dad and my mum. My mum's gone now. Right, let's go and do this. Uh, too scared. Hmm. Come on. No, but don't, don't let it annoy you, mate. Yeah. That's age speaking. Well, ain't me, your dad. My dad did say to me, "I don't need to see you. We've got this. We've got Skype." Is it really uh. the same? Yeah. Is it really the same? No, but then you also once once he's there and once yeah, once yeah, everything yeah. it's he's gonna have a great time, yeah. right? So just just focus on that point, I'd say. Yeah, yeah age can be a real bastard of, of In twenty sixteen uh, I I dragged him off to the Republic of Ireland and we drove all around the wild Atlantic Way, the Ring of Kerry, down towards Wicklow and all down the south of painful Ireland. Painful ring. Yeah, and it was fantastic. But the first few days, my dad could not get his head around that he'd left my mother. What if anything happens? I said, well, we can get back in 12 hours. Mm. And if something does happen, you're not going to be, you're not a doctor. And nothing did happen. Mm. And then when we got back, well, all that worrying, did it help? Mm. Yeah, man, but that's that's how you're going to be, I'm afraid. I'm afraid age I is I just going to... if my kids are at the opposite end of the world and they say to me, why don't you come yeah, You say that now. You don't know how that's going to be when you get to that age. With the experience that we... That I, I, I don't know. Traveling. I don't know. I, I, I'm very suspicious of age. It's just you You get miserable. You get scared. You get paranoia. You get mind. Yeah, yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yeah. But, uh, but can you avoid it? Because I haven't met any many old people who, who are not like they're supposed to be, with the exception of, of a couple of eccentrics, possibly. I just think age makes people miserable. You know, it's just part of but part me, of life. My dad has not had experience. I mean, he's had experience traveling to Europe and doing these two-week excursions, and that's all he's he's done those holidays a thousand times before. He's not done the traveling we've done, but he's done those holidays a thousand times before. But he's gonna be. He's gonna. People are gonna help him to get there. Mate, I know you're preaching to the choir here. Yeah. I don't, I don't know, but that's the only way that I'm going to be able to get to see him next year because I'm not, I'm not going back to Bradford. What if you uh, send him a ticket to Thailand? No way, no way. <laughs> he, if he's not going to fly to Greece escorted, <laughs> he's not going to fly to Thailand without people. Well, because I, I said to him, I says if you, you know, if you do this trip with you with my friend Julian to. Greece, it, when he comes to Japan in 2023, you can come with him then. No chance. Mm. So, yeah, I think you might have to get a kidnapper to. Yeah, <laughs> to I, think, I think throwing a hood over his head. <laughs> yeah, Black bag. Throwing a hood over his head. Black bag operation. Him into a van. And it, well, it's 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 like that. I think there has to be a little pressure or a little. Okay, yeah. now it's time. We've got to go. Yeah. And what about. No, no, we'll go over there. We'll be fine. You know, friendly pressure, but I d when I saw that documentary about these retired people going to Thailand to this resort area where everything's arranged, all the food, yeah. all the the meals, and uh, you know the, the the bridge clubs, and they yeah. got the view over the over the lake. And uh, Christ, that's that's heaven. Yeah. If there is a heaven, that's yeah. that's what it would be like. 
but people does. I think when you get old, and I don't know when you get old, you just you just think of what could go wrong. Yeah, you focus whereas, very much on the negative. Whereas yeah. we would think when I when I plan a holiday, I think of the stuff that's that's gonna go right. Hmm. I don't think of the shit that could go wrong. Yeah, no, but that that's it, isn't it? That's age. You you, you yeah, get into this state. Where does that change? You don't. You, you say you won't be like that, and I hope you don't. You might not, but chances are against it. The subtle art of not giving a fuck. I think that's... Well, these people don't tend to live long either. Right. <laughs> but the people... They don't live long, but they've, they they would have had a fuller life that somebody of somebody who's lived twice. As well, long. and now our conversation has come full circle. I think the original question was: Would you like to live longer with with pain, yeah. or shorter and have a fuller life? I think we both know what we choose. But then, uh, you know, when push comes to shove, the the will of survival is so strong. Yeah. And okay, I'll, I'll I'll yes, doctor, I'll take this pill if I can live another couple of months. I think I'd go and check, <coughs> I'd check myself into this. I think in Singapore, is it the Five Floors of Whores? <laughs> what? shop in Singapore. The Five Floors Four of Whores? Four Floors of Whores or Five Floors of Whores. Remember, we were there in 2002 and some bloke in Little India, This fell, he, he had a parrot that did um, fortune telling. He says, have you been to the Four Floors of Whores? <laughs> what? In Singapore? He says, oh, yeah, yeah. Single men go there, and and the there's been many many Europeans have died there because they've just gone in and fucked themselves. You know, people who were dying. Oh right. They just go there and throw the life savings and just fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why Singapore? I don't know. I don't, I don't even know if it exists. But I've I've one or two people have mentioned it to me since without prompting, and said, "Oh yeah, it's a real thing." And I just thought, not in Singapore. You can't fucking in public no, no. well unless pictures. it's some sort of underground expensive yeah. elites kind of thing but i doubt yeah but so. if, if you if you had a few months left just just tape a load of hundred dollar bills to your to your cock and and run around there oh i think i'll be of full of my <laughs> breakfast lunch dinner be blue pills <laughs> right i'll let you go then oh, yeah. back to work do you want to wrap back to it chop Back wrap at the mill. Wrap this. Let's trouble up mill. Wrap this up. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for uh, your attention. So I should be going to watch sailing tomorrow, otherwise I'm going to miss it, aren't I? Yeah, yeah, have a look at the sailors. Uh, do a bit of waving. Wave your ass a bit. Uh, get the attention of sailors. Oh, sailor. Yeah. <laughs> make, make a couple of quid. There's easy money to be made on the docks. Right, I'll, 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 I'll take the kids out there tomorrow. Yeah, sell them <laughs> to the sailors. As souvenirs. Sick. It's went a bit, <laughs> went a bit pear-shaped towards the end. Sell the kids to some French sailors. Jeez. No, there's Greek sailors. There's <laughs> no, all kinds. Oh, Greeks. There's Italians. But if you are going to sell your kids to sailors, I think the uh, the best thing to do would be to sell them to the French because they've got a bit of culture, haven't they? I'd go for Norwegians. Yeah. Right. Stern. All right. Firm. Says the man without any kids. <laughs> right. I'm going. Yes, we shall see you next time. Thank <laughs> you.